I'm Melody Carlisle. And I'm Sabrina Bradley. And this is Heaving Bosoms. This is the podcast where best friends recap romance novels and other kissing media that makes us swoon, snark, and refills our cups. Whether you've read the book or are coming in blind, we'll lay bare every delicious scene and revel in the tropes and subgenres that make romance amazing. All right, listener, strap in and strap on. Headphones are highly recommended. Hello. Hello. Is it nice to have a voice again? Ooh, yeah. Don't I sound so good? And, you know, like, isn't there just a, a raspiness to my voice mm, that, that just really makes you all hot and bothered? You know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, everyone. I haven't had a voice for nearly three days. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of bananas. It has been quite the most literal horny toad that I have ever heard in my life. When I've gotten like voice messages or like heard my you god. actually speak, I'm like, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So the Patreon Discord is finally up. Thank you, Sabrina. Eee! You're welcome. And fucking David sent in that video of that horny of the lizard. Horny toad. I'm sorry, it's like a horn whatever. It's a horned lizard of some sort and it it was it was hissing exactly like I was. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, speaking of patrons, we have new patrons to shout out. Yeah. Okay. 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 Hey, we've been a little bit uh tardy on shouting people out. So, I'm playing a tiny bit of catch up, but Thank you so much to everybody who's joined the Patreon in the last few weeks. There's tons of content on there for you. Um, I just wrote down that, what was it? How many episodes? Like more than 180 episodes that are up on Patreon. It's kind of nuts. So welcome to Jessica H. and Julie PV. Liesl and Vicky. Welcome to Christiane and Cat B. Also to Carrie M and Melina. Oh, hey, Short Not Sweet and Sarah K. And howdy do to Christy R and Amelia K. We Hooray! are excited to see you and I yeah. uh, hope you enjoy. And like Melody mentioned, uh, the Discord is officially up and running. So far, we've been mm-hmm. cutting up pretty good. We've already had to add a couple of channels because uh, we have some crafty motherfuckers in there. Yeah. Um. So if, just a note, if you have not connected your Discord to your Patreon account then now's the time to do it if you want to come hang out and shoot the shit with us yeah it's super fun okay sabrina Mm -hmm. did you like book 
This book was so fucking fluffy. This book was so good. Like, it was delightful. So I actually, uh, like, we, you and I found this book because we wanted a book for Hanukkah. And this episode comes out in the middle of Hanukkah. And so yep. we were like, let's do a fun Hanukkah romance. And so we were just kind of scooting around and looking at some things and like looking at some Well, options. and we didn't want to be Hanukkah catfished like we have been in the past where a book claims to be about Hanukkah and then is actually only about Christmas. So, uh-huh. you know, it's touch and go out there. Yeah. And so we ended up doing Mistletoe and Mishigas by M.A. Wardell. Uh, it was delightful. So so good. Like it's just a little mm grumpy sunshine. I loved this book. I'm gonna end up going and reading. Oh my god, Melody! When I finished this book, it was talking about the book that came before it, and I was like, yeah. <gasps> I didn't read the yeah. first book in this series. And then I realized it's not really a series. It's like it's three connected, it's tangentially connected. Yeah, and so yeah. like I felt. A little bit better after that because I did have a moment of panic where I was like, I can't <laughs> believe I did this to myself. I well, could have sworn that see... I checked it was a series. I'm pretty sure we see those characters here at the light show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. that's when I got upset though. So I will end up going back and reading that first book and probably end up reading the third book too. Because like this book, like I really like this author. And also, can I just I say too. how much I love that this is an own voices MM? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I that just brings yeah. me a lot of joy. Like, I read MM that is written by non-owned voices authors, but... Did wow. you do, do you remember that period in my life where I didn't know Josh Lanyon was a woman? <laughs> I do not remember that. I don't even know who Josh Lanyon is. An MM author who's a woman? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just never even occurred to me. Is that somebody it named wouldn't... Josh? Well... I mean, it's a pen name, right? So, like, regardless, um, it just didn't occur to me to, like, even question it, even though pen names are so common, prolific in romance. Like, dummy. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm a hot dummy. Okay. So, when we open up in this book, this adorable book, we've got Sheldon, and he is is what my friend Tanya would call a pocket gay. (laughs) Uh He's, like... He's really compact, the other hero says. It's adorable. Yeah. He's real He's got short, red hair. real slight, maybe 110 yeah. pounds soaking wet. Sheldon is explicitly described in book by somebody else by them saying, Sheldon, you are gayer than a unicorn in drag riding on a rainbow float at the pride parade. Which, oh. like, yes, that is a stereotype. But let me say, as a, as a person in the queer community, stereotypes come from somewhere. And they I do. love Sheldon. He, they do. Yeah, yeah. He is he is the stereotypical tiny little pocket gay man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, full of energy. And, and he's adorable. He's got painted nails. He's adorable. He wears, like, corduroy pants. He matches his nails and his converse. Yes. And, like, fun, colorful patterned shirts. Uh-huh. And oh, I just really purple like jeans Sheldon. at one point. The the other hero checks out his purple ass when he's converse wearing purple jeans with his purple yeah. nails, and he's got yeah. colorful pants. And oh, he was just really precious. He's the best. So it is the weekend after Thanksgiving, and he's being transferred to a different school. I didn't know this was a thing. He found out Sunday, 
and he has to get his classroom ready for Monday. Uh-huh. And the classroom, like, wasn't a classroom before. It was a physical therapy room or something like that? Is that a thing in elementary school? I don't. I didn't. I've never not, seen a physical uh, therapy never room. Never in any of my elementary schools or elementary yeah. schools that I've been to. But Sounds like, neat, but cool. I didn't know. Yeah. So... He has to go into the school and, like, get this thing ready. And, it, like, it doesn't have chairs or tables in it, period, the end. I think they just got the massage tables out of there. By the way, That's probably in there, right? really important. Yeah. The principal is, in fact, Santa Claus in disguise. I refuse to take any questions. <gasps> um, he is described. He's not even in disguise. Like, this man is Jewish Santa he's Claus. Described- he, he yeah, he's described. he's a young exactly- Santa. Like Santa Claus, but he is Jewish, so I guess he's not literally Santa Claus in disguise. But <laughs> nobody is a silver fox. It sounds like. Oh boy, he does. Cause Tell he you what, in love in this book too. It's so cute. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's really he's cute. So funny. He's like, uh, just so. What's the word I'm looking for? Clumsy. He's a big hugger. Oh yeah, he's clumsy. He is a, and every he's time an effusive he, every hugger. Every time he does a clumsy, he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. As yep. he like recovers, he's like, I'm good. Everything's, everything's good. And then, <laughs> yeah. But the yeah. other thing that we haven't told listener yet is that Sheldon is having a rough time in addition to this classroom situation because he just found an invitation that he got from his ex to his ex's wedding. On Christmas Eve. That his twin sister hid from him because she didn't want him to be sad about it. Which makes sense because this ex, they've been not together for exactly one year. And this ex broke up with Sheldon on Christmas Eve last year because he had been cheating with the guy he's now marrying. Yeah. And he's like a big macho dude. Like he's the antithesis of Sheldon. And Sheldon has, you know, he has some insecurities about that because he's like, oh, man, the amount of times that he says, like, I'm not for everyone or like, I'm I'm too too much much. for someone again. Oh, God, that broke my heart. Yeah. Yeah. But he refuses not to be himself. And I love that about him. He's so precious. So he gets to the school and the principal's like, "Okay, we're going to go down to the basement. There's a bunch of crusty furniture down there. And I should not move anything or pick anything up or really walk on my own two feet. So I'm going to send the custodian down and like, he can probably help you. So Sheldon's like, okay, we can do this. And then we pop over to the next chapter because this is a multi point of view and it switches chapter to chapter. And Mm -hmm. now we are in Theo's chapter where we're meeting Theo. Theo is equate like he is described as a lukewarm cup of black coffee oh. because he's bitter mm-hmm. he does not talk and like we're not joking when we say that this is a man of grunts mm-hmm. and mm-hmm and single single words if he S- must absolutely um and we we find out later he got some trauma this boy yeah. has some trauma he is a veteran um and it was real fucked up, right? What yeah. happened that got him to leave honorable discharge and all of that jazz. Yeah. He loves the band Queen, which yeah. is very relatable content to me. I like that's what I used to clean my house to when I was a kid. I, I would like dance Queen. vacuum to Queen's mm-hmm. greatest hits. 
Oh, it's the best. He's like over six feet. And um, over the book, he's called he's described as like stocky. He describes himself as fat. And so he's just like a burly dude. He's also got like a mop of blonde hair on his head. Like it's a little blonde bit curly. Curls. He's Jewish. And uh, yeah, I think that's all we need to know about Theo right now. Right? Yeah. and But like one thing that's just super cute is when he gets to school, he like settles in before going into work. He has like yeah. a hidey hole in his custodial closet where he literally huh. listens to Queen on tape and just like <laughs> he- relaxes in there. Oh, God. He refuses he to get rid of his comment. cassette player. Uh-huh. He makes a comment when he, uh, Fat Bottom Girls comes on, and he's like, maybe Freddie Mercury was singing about fat-bottomed boys, too. And I was, and I was like, like, Theo, oh. he was definitely singing about fat-bottom boys the whole time. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. It was just really cute. Yeah. So then, wow. So <laughs> poor Theo does, in fact, go to the room. Sheldon is in the pro. He's brought up like two chairs, and yeah. Sheldon launches into it because Sheldon is chatty. He's a whirling dervish of conversation, really is what he is. And so he's just like, "Oh, hello there. I'm I'm Sheldon, and I'm the new teacher here. And I just got here. I was transferred from this school. Like, I've have you seen this over here? And like, I need this many things. And they said it was in the basement. Do you know where the basement is? That's where I just came from. Like, he's he's very very chatty and. Theo's just like, oh, make it stop making words. Oh, no. So they get downstairs, though, to the basement, and they start pulling down chairs. He thinks Theo's a show-off because Theo successfully carries four chairs at a time. Yeah. Also, Theo has a limp because he has a uh, essentially a false femur because of yeah. what happened when he was discharged. So he walks with a limp. And it causes him some pain. And so he's helping carry this, like, gigantor table with Sheldon. Mm-hmm. They're bringing up tables and chairs. And it was really cute. And then they get up. They well, finish bringing at, up all. Wait, wait. At one point, um, what's his name? Sheldon tries to, like, get a bunch of the chairs. And all Theo says is, top. And Sheldon turns around that and he's like, so what? Funny. Also, that's very presumptuous and very wrong. And then he's like, start from the top of the pile. But he really, like, there's another time where Sheldon will say something and all he says is, annoying. Yeah. And and then you have to, like, you have to, you know, get the words out of him. But when he gets up to the top of that pile and he reaches up, his shirt comes up a little bit and Sheldon can see his, like, furry belly. And Sheldon's just like, oh, my God. He's so hot. Oh, oh, no. He's such a grumpy bear and he's so straight. (laughs) Yeah, because he like so this was so funny. And this is such a thing where some straight first grade teachers like women were making assumptions about the P.E. teacher and about how she's probably a lesbian and all of these things. And Sheldon was like, well, you can't make those kind of assumptions because blah, blah, (laughs) blah. And like, that's like not okay. And queer looks different for everybody. And he gives this whole talking to to these ladies. And then he does the exact thing where he makes a super assumption about Theo and just how straight Theo is. Spoiler alert. Theo is not straight. Theo is not straight at all. Oh, and Theo is like, Theo, meanwhile, is like, oh, my God, he's a peanut. He will be crushed by this furniture. And he's like, he's so lanky and thin. And then my note in all caps is, he has a dimple. 
And he's like, mm-hmm. I could put hummus in that dimple. Just lick lick it out of there. <laughs> crackers in it. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because so like I have so many quotes from Theo's point of view where he's like, that that exact thing you're talking about with the hummus thing. He's like, get a grip, Theo. I carry the ladder over and open it, kicking the legs to check for sturdiness. Feelings bubble up that I'm not used to. Useful, needed, and I am certain I don't care for it. Oh. Or Sheldon Solskin. That's right. He's so mad that Sheldon is making him have feelings. He hates it. So then the next day at school, Sheldon brings him a cup of black coffee to say thank you for all of the help. And the day before, Sheldon was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. I literally would not have been able to bring this furniture up. Hey, do you think you might want to hang around and, like, help me set the room up the rest of the way? Theo and Theo just, just barks, says, no! no, and walks away. Yeah. And then all he can think about while he's power buffing the floors is that goddamn dimple. And he's real mad about it. Mm-hmm. So that dimple walks into his janitor's closet and... He's always saying he wants to map out Sheldon's freckles. And like right here, he's. Yeah. And he's like, I wonder where else he has freckles. And it's a whole thing. Theo, to be clear. So, just to give you a little bit of context, Theo has had one experience with a man, one experience with a person, period, and it ended really tragically. And so, Theo's basically like, I cannot be with people. I cannot get close to them like this. One, because I feel a little bit like I'm betraying that person. And also, um, if people are with me, it causes something like they're going to get hurt. And also, yeah. what am I going to do if they do get hurt or they leave me kind of thing? Right. So like this whole time, Theo's like, I I don't like this Sheldon man. He is too chatty mm-hmm. and he is adorable and I hate it. And everything mm-hmm. about him is annoying. Like, don't so- like it. It was just so funny. I like that's I know. one of my favorite things in a book where like the grumpy is like, I don't like this little ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. How dare they? Mm-hmm. So this is the day that they have their first fire drill. And it's like it's a silent fire drill, but even then Theo puts in his um earplugs just to be sure. And he has to, like, really work through and breathe through some PTSD symptoms that mm-hmm. he usually gets at fire drills, whether they make noise or not. And yeah. the principal is really conscientious and, like, tells him exactly when they're going to be, you know, and checks in with him before and after and all that stuff. But outside, as they're doing this fire drill, on a whim, he just sort of, like, waves at Sheldon. Well, Sheldon then- waves at him. Oh, really? And then okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He responds, and he's like, before I can stop myself, I'm waving back like a doofus. <gasps> Sheldon like a smiles, and that annoying dimple returns. Why the hell did I go and do that? <sighs> oh. It's just super cute. And then Sheldon has a, a problem student, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, I kind of needed more about Brody, this I wanted kid. to know why Brody. Like, what? Yeah. Like, I wish that there had been some closure to the whole Brody situation because Brody gets better. So so for context, he was warned away, like warned about Brody because his class is made up of students from the other two first grade classes. It, they mm-hmm. were just getting too big, which is why they brought him over. And Brody can't sit still. Brody is trying to- He like, has very little impulse control. Yeah, uh-huh. he, he like, he he'll be talk. clingy or he'll be very remote. He'll like hide under a desk. Like, so there's Mm -hmm. some behavioral things that, like, we're never told if it's environmental 
or if it, you know, if it's developmental, we're, we're never told what's going on with Brody. And and those sorts of behaviors can be manifested because of a lot of different yeah, issues. Like, you is know, something going on at home. Yeah. Like, like, do you I have, sort of needed like, to what, make sure that on? Brody wasn't being abused at home or something. You know what I mean? I was so worried about that. <sighs> yeah. But Sheldon is a very soft heart, and so he immediately is like, well, Brody has already burrowed a soft spot in my heart, and so mm-hmm. he tries to take care of him, and it's pretty precious. And then one time, though, Brody runs out of the room. He escapes. And Sheldon's like, shit. And so he runs after him, and before Brody can get super far, Brody slams into Theo. Theo grabs him and immediately recognizes that the look on Theo's face is just, or Brody's face is just sheer terror. And he recognizes it from his time in the military, and he's like, Sheldon's like, come here, Brody. And Theo's just like, don't worry about it. I got him. And so he yeah, brings he's gonna, Brody around he's gonna hang with, out with him me. for the rest of the day and does, like, custodial stuff. And then Brody goes and sits down quietly in, like, a little angel in the classroom. Yeah. And so, so he's like, turns- Brody, we're going we're gonna to work some scuffs out of the floor is what we're going to do. And, and Brody would just, like, nod. And so Theo's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this kid doesn't like a lot of talking either. This is great. So, like, they, they get along in... A lot more ways. And Brody actually helps, you know, and this actually helps Brody's overall behavior. So after this, Kent, Kent, the principal, like checks in with Mm -hmm. Theo and they develop a plan where if Brody checks off some of the things he has to do in the morning, then his reward is getting to spend 30 minutes working with Theo. And then afterwards, he'll go back to class. And it's just the most adorable thing. And Sheldon is like, because because like we said, he'll be like, I'm going to help you move tables. And then he'll be like, no, I'm, I'm done with you. And then he'll leave. And so Sheldon's getting a lot of these mixed messages. But then he's watching him be so sweet with this mm-hmm. six-year-old. And oh, my God, it's so cute. It was so precious. This also leads into our first scene where we, like Sheldon finds out that Theo is in fact... A little, a little, not a straight, straighty straight boy. Um, yeah. Because he goes to thank Theo for helping out with Brody that day. And he has a little paper flower behind his ear that one of his students gave him. And yeah. Theo, when he sees it, like, he's like, nice flower. And then well, he, Sheldon's like, excuse in me? In Sheldon's defense, in Sheldon's defense, he literally says, thank you so much for your help with Brody. Can you tell me exactly what you did? And there's like this pause, 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 pause. And then he just goes, nice flower. And yeah. so Sheldon gets mega triggered. Sheldon, he's like, <laughs> okay, so he literally, he's like, I, I was just appreciating the love and kindness it was presented with. And so I put it behind my ear and maybe it looks silly to you, but I like it. It's cute. I'm cute. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm sorry. I forgot I was wearing it. Yes, I'm wearing a flower because I'm gay, a homo, a queen. <laughs> I put my right hand out and dramatically drop my hand going limp oh in God. the wrist. That's why my ex-boyfriend dumped me for Dwayne, his straight personal trainer, who clearly isn't that straight. And now I have to watch them get married alone because who in the world would want a complete flamer like me? And Theo's just like dumbstruck he's like Ida and he goes and then Theo says I'll go and Sheldon is like go it's your space Theo I'll be the one to leave and he's like like, no I'll go where with you he pauses to the wedding why on earth would you do that why not he shrugs and his broad shoulders hoist up near his ears 
Theo, that's very sweet, but no, it's bad enough that I'm going at all, and I'm not taking a straight guy to boot. That would just be beyond pathetic. Annoying. Annoying. Theo grumbles, his it's eyebrows so furrowed. Excuse me? Dense. He mumbles. Dense? His eyes on the floor. <laughs> what are you talking about? Can you speak in a complete sentence, please? Why are you so dense? <laughs> <laughs> and the children's just like, what the fuck? What have I done? And Theo's like, no. Why do you assume? Theo interrupts. He looks up as an eye- and his eyes go wide. Oh, this was a twist I did not see coming. Wait, mm-hmm. you mean you're not straight? Silence. He looks up and attempts a smile. Because that's another thing is Theo never smiles. He just he attempts smile a, a smile. Lot. He like he gets a little little curl up in his little. A lot leggies. of times it looks more like a grimace, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, it's and so then cute. At the end, after they've like Sheldon's basically like, I'll just I'll have to think on this. I'll get back with you about this. And then Theo's mm-hmm. like on his way out. He's like, also, I really do like the flower. That was a legitimate compliment. Like I, I was being sincere at that moment. Earlier in the book, Sheldon does something, and one of my favorite things he says about him in the whole book, in his inner monologue, Theo goes, and it hits me like a goddamn Mack truck. Sheldon Solskin is utterly adorable. Asshole. Yeah. He's so He's bitter about so it. Bitter. He's so bitter. And so then it shifts directly to his perspective. And he's basically like, oh, no, that dimple made me spew mouth sounds. Why did I do that? Why am I like this? Like, I don't talk at all the whole day. And then this is what I say. Mm-hmm. So he's, And then he thinks to himself, why would Sheldon want to go with me in the first place? Why would anyone want to take me to anywhere that is around people? And, like, so both of them have this these insecurities about, like, how they look and how they present to the world. And they're, like, completely opposite. And so this is when we find out about Ricky and the army. Um, mm-hmm. And they met on the plane into Afghanistan. And over they talked over the 24-hour flight there. And then Theo goes, well... Mostly Ricky talked. And, but they get really close over that flight, and he figures out by the end of the flight that Ricky's gay. And there's, like, this immediate attraction and immediate understanding between them. And at the end of the flight, he says, stick with me, kid, and I'll look out for you. Mm-hmm. And so the, it was. this was in the middle of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And yeah. also, Theo's pretty clearly a pretty pri- private person. And so essentially, yeah. this is when we learned that they were together but just very, very quiet and on the DL. It says, um, it says, we found ways. It wasn't much, but it was everything. And it's just like the sweetest in the whole wide world. This is also so, when yeah. we find out that uh, Theo's parents who live in Florida do make it up to the great white north of Maine. This is Maine, it, right? This, is, this book is in Portland, Maine. Yep. Wow. Um, it did take me a while to register. It was Maine and not in Oregon. Uh, yeah. For a hot minute. It's but- hilarious because Sheldon in the first uh, chapter is like, here's a great thing about this place. Suck it, other Portland. <laughs> I, that's part Very of what confused cute. me. Yeah. No, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Theo's parents come up every year for all of Hanukkah. They stay at his apartment and his mother <laughs> is involved. 
Okay. She uh, is the quintessential this... stereotypical Jewish mother. She's just like, yeah. it says, it says every time I answer the phone, she's like, oh, oh, Teddy, how's the knee? And he's just mm-hmm. like, fine, mom. The injury was 10 years ago. She's like, oh, I know. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> so cute. Uh, she's also decided that, so Theo, this is another exciting thing. Both of these characters are in their 30s. So Theo is 36 and Sheldon, I think, is 33 or 32. Mm-hmm. And his Theo's mom has decided that now that she, Theo is 35 years old. She started getting on him real hard about he needs to find somebody. She's like, I'll set you up with a matchmaker. Yeah, um, she's like, I've got the Yenta on speed dial. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's like, Ma, you can't say that word because I don't know what it means, but he's like, you can't say that word because it's derogatory. And she's like, what, Yenta? Okay, we'll call her a Yenta instead, a gay Yenta. And he's like, Mom... (laughs) No, that's not that's not the word that you can't say. Blah, He's blah, referencing blah. the derogatory. Yiddish word. The it's a derogatory Yiddish word for a gay person. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I should have looked it up, and I just totally forgot because I was swept away in the just cuteness of this book. And she's mm-hmm. like, "Well, I'm reclaiming it. You're mine, and I adore oh you to bits." And he's like, "Ma, I'm reclaiming it." And I love that he's like, he's just, he's like, okay, all right, all right. It's not yours to reclaim, but, you know, here, we're going with it. It's fine. Right, let's go. So it's so cute. So he's like, you don't she... need to do the yenta at all. I don't need a yenta because I'm seeing someone. And that's, uh-huh. so I'm seeing someone. And she's like, oh my gosh, tell me everything. I want to get him a gift. What is he into? What does he like? And he's like, all I can really tell you is that his name is Sheldon. It's very new. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> Sheldon. Is he Jewish? And he's like, no, Ma, he's not Jewish. She's like, okay, okay. I was just, you know, just asking, just wondering. It's uh-huh. very cute. So this is, and now, now <laughs> Theo's like, fuck, now I'm going to have to tell Sheldon that, like, he has to come to Hanukkah dinner or, like, see if he'd be willing to come to, like, the first night of Hanukkah. Like, Yeah, if fuck. we can make this arrangement a trade instead uh-huh. of, like, just this one thing. Yeah. And when Sheldon talks to his twin sister Naomi about it, she does the fake dating wingman thing that one character in one of these books must do, which is point out that you have to get to know each other if you're going to be, if you're going to pull off the uh-huh. scam. So you have to actually like pretend to date and practice date in order to like really do it. And so the next day, Sheldon comes to his his closet in a Hawaiian shirt that uh-huh. that Theo's just so mad about. <laughs> He's like, why? Why would you wear something like that in the middle of December? It's ridiculous. And he's like, okay, you can be my escort to the wedding. And Theo's like, are we teenagers going to a cotillion? He's like, you can be my date, okay? But, like, we actually have to date. And so they trade digits. And Mm -hmm. Sheldon does that by sending him a text that says, hi, this is Sheldon. You look very dapper today. And Theo, like... Gets really red and he's like, I mean, I'm serious. Like, did you did you tuck in your shirt in a different way today? I don't know. You just look very good. <laughs> oh, and then at lunch, either that day or later that week, uh-huh. there the the lunch lady really obviously wants to give the last piece of chocolate cake to Sheldon because mm-hmm. she finds him very charming and she has no love for Theo at all. But Sheldon says, <laughs> Sheldon says, No, 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 I actually don't like chocolate cake that much. So why don't you give it to Theo? I like vanilla cake with strawberry with frosting. frosting. 
No, strawberry frosting and sprinkles. Rainbow sprinkles. Lots Rainbows. of them. Rainbows. Yes. And Dolores is like, I'll see what I can do for you, hun. Yeah. And then Theo is watching Sheldon meander off because Sheldon's going to have dinner or yeah, lunch yeah, yeah, yeah. with his uh, first grade teammates, which is what they're called. <laughs> And Theo in his head says, my eyes dart between the fingerprints mm-hmm. Dolores left in my cake and Sheldon's ass. I really do love cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. It because was so Sheldon cute. will so, point out later Theo's an ass man. Yes. Uh, so then super cute. Uh, fast forward to that weekend where they're going to a lights festival, a holiday lights festival that Theo agreed to go to. I was shocked Theo agreed. But he did, and he's like, I'll drive. And so he goes to pick Sheldon up, and Sheldon walks outside to see. He's like, oh, my God, Theo's got a monster truck. How the fuck am I going to get inside of that thing? Mm -hmm. And so Theo comes around like the consummate gentleman, and he helps Sheldon up into the truck. Well, first he says, grab bar, grab it. And then Sheldon, like, tries, but he can't quite get his, he can't quite get his shit together. So then Theo's like, okay, fine. And he tries to help him by his waist, but he does accidentally brush his, his beautiful butt in the his process. His barrier. Yeah. It was super very precious. Um, this is when <laughs> Sheldon is like, you're a bear, Theo. And he's like, I'm not a bear. And he's like, Theo, you literally growl at people. Mm-hmm. Bears don't growl. Dogs growl. Okay, well, you're some sort of beast. Does that make you beauty? He steals a quick glance and my face flushes. And what the heck? Is Theo Berenson flirting with me? Are we <gasps> heading for our own tail is all this time? Yeah. It was so cute. And later on, he's like, by the way, when you growl like that, it's kind of hot. And then Theo says, noted, don't growl in front of Sheldon. <laughs> and Sheldon thinks to himself, like, oh, I probably likes really macho guys like Dwayne, just like Timothy uh-huh. did. Whatever. Oh, precious. So then Sheldon is basically like, we need to learn about each other. So he goes on and shares like a ton of stuff. And he's like, Theo listens. And doesn't say anything. And then Sheldon's like, you have to tell me something about you. And Theo's like, I like to cook. And (laughs) this is when Theo's like, well, maybe I can cook for you sometime. What do you like? And Sheldon's like, I like Japanese food. And Theo's (laughs) like, hmm, okay. And he just tucks that into the back of his mind. Because Sheldon doesn't cook. Sheldon and his sister are takeout people through and mm-hmm. through like they yep. do not keep groceries because neither of them know how to cook other than like heating soup up on the stove and reheating yeah. leftovers in the microwave yeah and it's a little bit chilly and sheldon is only wearing a pink and pow- powder blue flannel with a powder blue vest and so he's a little mm-hmm. bit chilly okay he's a little bit chilly so he like snuggles up to theo's arm and okay. theo's like the only reason I'm letting him do that is because it's rude to let people stay cold. So that's the only reason for that. Mm-hmm. And also, I've got to figure out how to shut this guy up because basically he makes me feel all warm and gooey when he talks and it's really annoying. So it has to stop. <laughs> yep. Uh, it was just super cute. And in Theo fact, snaps Theo at puts him. his arm around him. Yeah, no, that's true. Up. Oh, that's true. Precious. Yeah. So... He is. You're right. He's like, I need to 
shut this person up. Like, I have to do something. And so he literally, he's like, Sheldon. And Sheldon's like, what? Theo moves closer and puts his entire enormous hand over my mouth. His dirty, rough bit all over his truck's steering wheel. Calloused fingers brush my lips. And when I try to open my mouth to protest, his palm muffles my voice. Sheldon, you've got to stop talking. Okay? And Sheldon just nods. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to go, you, like, I'll go sit on this bench and you finish getting the food. Well, no, but Sheldon says, I'm going to use my big boy words. And so he's like, Theo, I need you to not do that again, please. And -hmm. then Theo says something like, well, I need you to not talk so much. And as he's going over to, like, get them pizza, he's thinking to himself, once again, I'm too much for someone. Mm -hmm. And... After he orders, Theo comes up and he apologizes. He's like, that's not the way I should have handled it. And, you know, truce. Let's go sit down and eat together. Mm-hmm. And we find out a little, like, they they banter a bit more. And then Sheldon reaches for Theo's hand. And he's like, you know, we should probably get, like, used to touching each other. God. Like, you might want to hold my hand at the wedding or something. This is one of the reasons that fake dating is one of my favorite tropes. Where yeah. they're like, we're just going to hold hands for practice, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kisses for practice. Yeah. Absolutely. And Sheldon says that Theo has a beautiful smile. And this is when Theo asks Sheldon to come to first night of Hanukkah dinner. Because he told that he told his parents that he has a boyfriend. And Sheldon goes, but you don't have a boyfriend? And he's like, no, obviously. Because, like, look at me. And Sheldon's like, what are you talking about? You're super hot. He says, being thick and juicy is an asset. <laughs> and it's it's one of the things that astounds me about this book and about Sheldon as a character mm-hmm. is that he's able to just, like, turn the page in a way that I don't think I would be capable of, you know? Like, yeah, this guy has think- been pretty mean in a couple of different ways. And... I think part of it is the function of, like, needing him to go to the wedding, right? Uh But I don't know. It's amazing to me that Sheldon is still so Sheldon is endlessly optimistic and kind. Like, I'm not, like, exactly what you were just saying. I'm not going to lie. In a situation like this, I would probably. I'd be out. Especially because, like, I have rejection issues, right? And I would feel heinously rejected by this person. And so Mm -hmm. I would not keep digging, right? Like I'm very sensitive to whether or not somebody wants me in their space. And so if I feel like somebody doesn't want me in their space, and this is my own thing that I'm working through, but if I feel like somebody doesn't want me in their space, I will just bow out, right? Yeah. Like I'm not going to wait for somebody to tell me I don't want you here. I will probably have already vacated the premises if they're giving yeah, off vibes that they do not want me there. And so, like, this wouldn't have worked. This book? No, the moment he asked me to stop talking in that way, I would just be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm the worst person in the whole wide world, and I'm going to melt into the floor of this earth, and I'll, you'll never see me again. that person again. You'll never see me again. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and for I know probably, it would be rough. like frankly a couple of weeks. I would probably not like every time I felt like I was talking too much, I would think of that oh, person yeah. even around other people, and I would shut up. Yep, I know, I know. So anyway, instead, 
Sheldon looks at him and he's like, well, you realize that like meeting your parents and having an intimate dinner with them is way different than just like taking you to a wedding where we might not even talk to anyone. So we have to spend even more time together so that we can, you know, make your parents believe us. And Theo's like, yeah, yeah, that seems right. Yeah, that seems right. So Mm -hmm. when they get home, Sheldon asks him if he wants to come up to like meet his sister and his cat. He's got a cat named Janice. And oh, I don't know if there's Janice. ever been a cuter thing. Janice is hateful. I love these formal names on on animals. Janice yes. the cat is the best. Especially, like Janice the cat is an asshole. The, such a bitch. Oh like, my god. She is but she loves Sheldon. Like Sheldon can flip her upside down and like snuzzle on her belly yeah. and like kissy kissy on her neck all day and like she's like oh god, Janice is precious. I like Janice. Yeah. Um, but so he does come up, he parks the truck and then he uh-huh. comes up and while they're up there, he's like, so you had fun. And like, they t- they're talking about like, did you enjoy the night and things like that? And they're talking and Sheldon's like, and how did you feel about me? And Theo's like, you're not awful. And <laughs> Sheldon's like, what a ringing endorsement that's yeah. going on the dating profile. Not awful. Oh he God. also teased earlier, he teased um, in the truck Theo about his butt because he made a comment about his ass. He's like, sorry for talking about my bum. Does that bother you? And Theo got like all like awkward and flustery and just like grumbles uh-huh. back at him. And he's like, if anyone's going to believe we're dating, you have to be OK with me talking about my derriere. And Theo's just like, <clears throat> yeah, he's having a really hard time. <laughs> well, and so as they're sitting there and. And Theo says, you're not awful. Sheldon gets a little vulnerable and he's like, hey, man, you know, I have a really chipper exterior and I'm I'm really bubbly out loud in public. But if I'm being completely honest, a lot of that is a mask and Mm -hmm. it's covering like quite a bit of hurt because I have been absolutely and roundly rejected for being who I am. So. I just want you to like he basically says like I, I just want you to clock that and maybe be aware of it. Yeah, like maybe change also, the way you're this talking. This is when to he me. shares with Theo that by the way, Theo already regrets saying not awful. Like, yeah, he does. He's like I'm the dumbest. Ugh. Yeah, and he like he asks himself, he's like, Oh my god, my mom always says that I'm like a super gruff person. I come across that way, but like how does a porcupine soften its quills? And like, I don't know. So we're already on the character development of Theo wanting to be soft or yeah. for yeah. Sheldon. And this is also when Sheldon shares so he shares that and he also shares with Theo that his parents disowned him. They kicked him out when he came out as gay. And he lived he grew up in a very, very gendered a family where it's like boys don't wear nail polish they don't wear Mm. pink they don't have interest in dancing they don't have interest in any of these things but that's just kind of how Sheldon naturally is yeah and so when he got kicked out his twin sister actually came out like left with him she was yeah they they haven't spoken to their mm -hmm. family and haven't talked to their parents since well and it was fucking awful because it turns out the parents after they kicked sheldon out and she went with sheldon the parents were still talking to naomi like we're not mad at you we don't have a problem with you and you're fine god bless naomi because naomi was like how about you get fucked yes for sure completely get fucked and so he's like 
wow, I just shared a lot about myself. What about you? And Theo goes, where's your bathroom? I need bathroom. Well, And he goes and like splashes water in his face and he's like, get it together, Theo. Like you have to share something with this man. And so he does. He ends up starting to tell him a little bit about how his parents love him no matter what. And he was with somebody in the arm, like when he was in the army, but it was hush, hush. Um, And then after the discharge, he tells him how he was in a really dark place and he lived with his parents for a year. And then he just kind of shuts down and it's starting to get really hard because he's getting a little teary and it's just really hard. And Sheldon clocks that and changes the subject and he's like okay we don't have to keep talking about this like thank you for sharing and then just kind of moves on and Theo's like okay well I think it's time for me to go and they go to like Sheldon goes to escort him outside and Sheldon loves mistletoe and there's mistletoe hanging and he's like so can I give you a little peck on the cheek for practice and so he does and then Theo very oh carefully oh God, oh cups Sheldon's face and then leans in and gives him a kiss on the cheek that just like lasts forever. It lingers a little too long. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sheldon is precious and he's like, contrary to popular belief, you're a sweet man, Theo. You are. And then he kisses Theo. Theo on the cheek again, but closer to his mouth. It's not quite there. It's yeah. just that if I moved even the tiniest amount, our lips would be touching. So like yeah. it's super close. Right there. And then and like Theo's mind is racing and he's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And he's like, okay, bye. And he like jets out of there. Yeah, and his whole thing is like, I can't subject somebody else to my mess. So like mm-hmm. Sheldon's a good guy and I I I should I need to stop this before it starts because he doesn't deserve what I have to offer. Basically, like I'm, mm-hmm. he's way too good for me. Theo I can't do this. Theo feels ruined. Like Theo yeah. feels like Theo thinks that he is a fucking ruined human being and he will never recover and he doesn't yeah. deserve love. Yeah, and like he and it's so sad. Like it really hit me in like the heart places because like Theo almost cries a lot in this book because he's he is deep like he is such a gruff asshole on the outside and he is so soft and squishy and just sad. Well, he also has just like a lot of unprocessed tra- trauma. Trauma. Yeah, yeah, like this this man needs therapy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So the whole next week, Theo hard cold shoulders Sheldon. And Sheldon's just like, what the fuck? I text him. He doesn't text back. Like, he won't talk to me. He won't do anything. But Brody has also been having a really rough week. So by the end, he's, like, hiding under a desk. And the principal, like, goes to climb under the desk with him and be like, hey, bud, we're here now. So he's like, I'm just going to suck it up. And I'm going to go talk to Theo. And I'm going to see if he can help. So he Mm -hmm. goes. And he's so cute because his, like, verbal diarrhea sort of kicks in at this point and he's like he's like hello Theo I need your help with Brody and like I would talk to you more I would have talked to you more about it earlier this week but you won't talk to me at all just like you won't return my texts and like uh he says he says I don't know what I did wrong but you know I I get it I'm small and I'm skinny and I'm just like so 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 gay and like you're gay too but like not like me and Theo Theo says I want to tell him it's not him I want to tell him I love his compactness. 
I want to tell him his parents are ignorant and missing out on a wonderful son. I want to tell him his flamboyant feminist is fucking hot. But that would be a lot of words. And he just like can't like the he just cannot get any words to come out. And mm-hmm. then fucking fire alarm. Out of nowhere. Wow, wow. Like the full ass fire alarm. And immediately Theo has like a, he has a trauma serious, response. Yeah, PTSD reaction. So Sheldon immediately is like, my kids, I have to go take care of my kids. And so he leaves, even though he saw the look of panic on Theo's face, but he doesn't know what's happening. And so he leaves, goes and gets his kids outside and they're all outside. Kent shows up with Brody and they're out Mm -hmm. there and Kent's like, where's Theo? And Sheldon's like, he, last time I saw him, he was in his closet, but I, I had to go take care of the kids and get them from lunch, et cetera, et cetera. And Kent's like, oh shit. I, he won't come out by, his, by himself. Yeah, he won't come out on his own. And so Sheldon's like, okay, if you'll watch the kids, I'll go get him. And so Sheldon goes inside and gets to the room and he can't find Theo. But he's like, where else would he have gone if he didn't go outside? And then he does find Theo. And Theo is curled up on the ground underneath one of the tables. And right, Sheldon, yeah. like crawls underneath him underneath with him and like crosses his legs and like he says that Theo's head is heavy like a bowling ball but he successfully Mm -hmm. gets Theo's head into his lap and is like basically yelling over the fire alarm he's like like, Theo it's me it's okay you're safe and he just has this like glassy-eyed look that doesn't he's not registering anything yeah Mm -hmm. so finally they decide that Sheldon is going to take Theo home And Mm -hmm. he manages to get him to respond enough to walk out to his car, takes him to his house, and then they're sitting on the couch, and Sheldon's like, what can I do? Is there anybody that we should be? Yes. Yeah. And so Theo, like, sort of auto-dials his best friend Christian, who was also in the service. Mm -hmm. They call Christian, and Christian's like, Sheldon, do you mind staying? Because, like, I could drive down, but it'll take me a while to get there. Sheldon's like, mm-hmm. no worries. I'm going to get him a Xanax. He's going to go to bed. It's going to, you know, we're, we're doing this. So Sheldon, like, cleans his whole house and orders pizza for himself. And, you know, mm-hmm. because he thinks he thinks Theo's going to be hungry when, when he, he wakes, up. wakes up. And Sheldon goes in to tell him, like, I'll be out on the couch, you know, or whatever. And Theo just, like, puts his arm around Sheldon and, like, reaches for him to get him into a snuggle. And Sheldon's like, do you want me to stay here? And Theo just, like, nods. And then he's, this is the first time he calls him baby. And he's like, I've got you, baby. I've got you, baby. Yeah, attempting to quiet whatever demons rage inside Theo Berenson. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And then they get snowed in. They do. They do get snowed in. in. Snowed in. Uh, When... They wake up in the morning. So Theo wakes up first and he is like, oh, my God, all the dishes are washed. There's pizza. Why did he go and do that? Not only is he adorable, but he does dishes. And now I know he's cuddly and short and thin and wiry. And he holds on to me like a monkey. Yeah. And he's soothing and he's soft and he's a fucking human sparkler. (laughs) Yeah. He talks about him as a um, his body is like a hot water heater. Mm-hmm. Like he's just oh, it's so cute, and so, um, Theo has a boner in front of him, and Sheldon's like, oh, I see that boner, uh, but you know, no worries, <laughs> nothing to be you know weird about. 
And they go back to sleep, and Sheldon wraps an arm around him and spoons him. He He's the big spoon. And mm-hmm. Theo's just like, that's adorable. That, like, this yeah. basically, like, stuffed animal compared to me is trying to be the big spoon. And then, then they wake up again. And Sheldon huh? is rock hard against oh, yeah. Theo. And Theo's like trying to get out a little bit. And but then like Sheldon keeps trying to yank him back. And he's yeah. like, I'm no physicist, but even I know a Chihuahua can't move a St. Bernard. Oh, but like so Sheldon, he's like, he's like, hey Sheldon. Uh and Sheldon's not waking up. And he's like, hey Sheldon. And then Sheldon does wake up and he's like, Oh my god, I'm so fucking sorry. I he's like mortified. friction. This is I didn't mean to. And then Theo says, <gasps> you could um, take care of it if you wanted. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And I could watch. Uh-huh. And so Sheldon's like, Theo Berenson, you want to watch me get off? And Theo's like, yeah, kind of a lot. Uh-huh. And wow. And Theo Sheldon calls him baby. Oh, yeah. And Theo says... My mind replays him holding me, brushing my hair, calling me baby. So infantile and irritating. Why would he call me that? God, I hope he calls me his baby forever. Oh, my God. So much of this book is him being like, him being like, no, don't go, don't go, don't, don't, don't go. I really want you to stay here forever. Yeah, totally. It's totally fine for you to go. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, do you want me to get your coat for you? But inside, he's just like, hold me, hold me, love me, squeeze me. So before anything continues from here, Sheldon and Theo get a little kissing action because Sheldon basically like crawls up on him and is giving him some smooches. And every time he's like, is this okay? Is this okay? And getting closer and closer and kissing him on the forehead. And he like Sheldon is very well aware that he needs to take baby steps with this. Okay. Gotta take baby steps. And finally but then at some point yeah he's like is this okay and theo's like i just answer with like a real smackaroo right on his lips uh-huh and then they end up playing and he's like can i just watch you please and yeah. he's like shocked that sheldon is so hard for him and sheldon is now sitting at the end of the bed and he is fully takes off all of his underwear and he's wearing just a black shirt t-shirt and nothing else and he's narrating and Theo's like, if I had a dictionary and looked up perfection, it would be Sheldon Soulskin in his black T-shirt jerking off on my bed. And so Sheldon, and then because he's Sheldon Soulskin, he starts talking. Uh-huh. And it's exactly it. Sheldon is narrating yeah. it. He's like, do you, like, do you want to be like you like it when i'm touching my cock for you it's hard for you i love that mm. you are like you are you i know love your body when we met in the basement when you were on the ladder and you reached for your chairs your shirt lifted up and your body it was so fuzzy and soft and oh my god mm-hmm. and like he's narrating it and then he's like do you want to see my ass oh wait no not yet not he yet theo i want to see your dick and he says, if you want to take it out, feel free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Theo does. He's fully dressed except for pulling his dick out. And Sheldon's like, do you want to see my ass? And Sheldon and Theo's like, please? Please. And Sheldon says, you do? Oh, and you're so polite. I love that. So then he gets in a position where Theo can he see He puts his head everything. up on the, the headboard. His leg. Yeah. That, sorry. Yeah, his foot up on the headboard. And Theo is just like, oh, my 
God. Like, this is incredible. And as he's stroking himself, he's like, he's like very close to coming. And so Sheldon's like, I'm not going to touch your dick, but can I kiss you while you come? And Theo's like, yes, please. So they start kissing and Theo goes off like a rocket. And then um, Sheldon puts his hand in Theo's cum, picks it up and like uses that as lube to finish (laughs) his hand job. And then he comes all over Theo. And then he comes all over Theo and his stomach and everything. And then he's like, that was cum-tastic. Because Theo tries to apologize. And he's like, what are you talking about? That was cum-tastic. Uh-huh. And then Sheldon straight up puts his cum-covered hands on Theo's cheeks. And Theo's like, oh, my God. I'm well aware that we're covered in us. But I don't care because he's kissing me again. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Oh. But having Sheldon right here, his lips on mine, wanting me of all people, I almost forget to be scared. Oh, yeah, it's so good. So, like, they end up spending the whole day together because school is canceled and Theo tells him a ton more about Ricky. Mm -hmm. And he says, I told him I would look after him and I did all the way to the end. And Sheldon, like, holds Theo while he cries And, like, they nap Mm -hmm. and snuggle and they craft Hanukkah decorations. And um, Sheldon tells him about when his mom, like, very traumatically was like, you cannot wear that nail polish. We have to get it off you before your dad comes home. And he was like, that was was when I realized that being me was not okay. Mm -hmm. And so then, and then, like, Sheldon keeps on, like, crawling into Theo's lap and being like, do you like all of this? practice and pretending and Theo's like yeah Mm -hmm. and then Theo thinks to himself he tries to imagine a world where someone as wonderful as Sheldon would want a lug like him Mm -hmm. and it's so sweet so like that weekend Theo then comes up because they you know Sheldon goes home Theo comes over the next day with a bunch of snacks and they're like they're like gourmet Japanese Japanese food that he's made all day yeah. And it's so good. It's so, he's so meeting good. Naomi. And they're also like for like actually meeting her instead of just like in passing. And it's super precious. And he's like, <sighs> Sheldon is starting to be like, I just want like he recognizes that Theo just is afraid all the time. And he's like, I just want Theo to be safe to feel safe to feel Feel happy and loved and he's like this and he's starting to realize that this isn't fake this isn't practice like we have something and then but he's also like the sabotage voice like the saboteur in the back of his head is like you're too small you're too much you're too gay you're too femme and his mother's words which are nobody will ever love you and he's like why would he want me for a sham boyfriend and it's just a whole thing and then he ends up but having, But Naomi like, talks him out of it. Mm-hmm. Naomi's like, you're She's like, wonderful. He likes you, Bean. I saw the way he was looking at you last night. Like, you were a seven... Like, he was on a seven-day juice fast, and you were a piece of birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Because Theo has... So Theo stayed the night that night. Yeah. And the next day, they're having a talk, essentially, where Theo is, like, kind of being vulnerable. Yeah, and open. And so he says, like... Listen, I'm really sorry about this. Sheldon says, I'm really sorry about this. I don't know when it happened, but I just, like, need to update you. I like you. And uh, Theo's like, "Uh uh-huh. He's like, no, no, no. Like, I like, like you. Like, I like you more than a friend. Theo's like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then, like, kisses him. 
covers Sheldon's mouth again. Yes. Because Sheldon is going off and he's like, and I'm like, I didn't mean for this to happen and I'm so sorry. And then Theo cuts him off and he's like, for once in your life, Sheldon, please just listen. Okay. You talk too much and there's so much talking and I like how you don't lose your voice is a miracle to the, from the universe, but I need you to not be a royal pain in my ass for a minute. <laughs> and then he starts talking and he's like, I never thought somebody like you would ever see something in somebody like me and like, let me finish, Sheldon. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. And all of this fake stuff, it's leading to real stuff. And I, I like it scares the shit out of me. The last time I felt this way, he died in my arms and the thought yeah. of something happening to you kills me but i also like you i'm just not used to being vulnerable and then Theo and i'm scared crying and sheldon holds him and he's like you are literally one of the strongest people i know theo like you don't need to be like you're not weak you're yeah. wonderful inside and out and then they have some fun horny times and yeah sheldon gives him a handy and then they go to yeah. breakfast with naomi it's the best uh-huh. Now it's time for Hanukkah dinner. And like uh-huh. his parents love Loved. Sheldon. Although Sheldon took off his nail polish because he was trying to make a good impression and Theo notices. He's like, yeah, oh he my doesn't God. Like, like he he clocks it immediately and he's like, Why would he do change? Because I've already explicitly said, like, don't change anything about yourself. I like you just yeah. the way you are, and my parents will love you just the way you are. So they end up doing Hanukkah, the first night of Hanukkah. They do like, and- yeah, they like cook a bunch of stuff and then they light the menorah together. And uh, it's very cute because the mom is like, oh, no, I need an excuse to get out of this house. So um, I'm pretty sure I left my bracelet in the car. Like, you know, husband, come with me or whatever. And, and I was like, no, it's what? right there. It's in, in the ba- your bedroom. It's right there. And she's like, no, 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 no. You have to come to the car with me. It's very cute. And so they get some smoochy on. But so whenever his parents are in town, Theo's parents stay in his room. He wait, 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 the- wait, wait. The other important thing is that while they're having that moment right right before they kiss, Sheldon's like, you know, they're buying it. And Theo says, yeah, I think we're fooling them. You know, he and he mm-hmm. feels really weird saying it. And then Sheldon says, we're not fooling them. They can tell that this is something. Like this is really mm-hmm. something, and it's the best. It was in the super whole wide cute. World. And now Theo's going home with Sheldon though, because his parents are like, "You're not sleeping on the couch. Go sleep with your boyfriend." What's crazy that's with squirrely you? Squirrely mom. That squirrely and mom is the best. She's like, "You're not. You're, of course, you're going home to Sheldon's house. You can't sleep on that couch. Like this is ridiculous." Well, He's like, "Five. So Theo on the couch for years." Himself home yeah but over to sheldon's and sheldon because he needed <laughs> it was so funny because he's like naomi's like where's theo and he's like he the parking he wanted to have his truck and needed to stop by to buy a razor i told him he could have one of mine but apparently theo who washes his face with <laughs> hand soap is brand loyal for razors <laughs> and then we find out that like yes theo does have a specific razor but the reason he stopped by the store was so that he could get nail polish blue nail polish for, for hanukkah. hanukkah and then like Sheldon is like delighted and ecstatic, and he's like, "Oh, I'll like I'll put that on tomorrow." And Theo's like, "Can we do it tonight?" And can, can I paint? I your paint your nails. Oh, oh my God! It's the sweetest in the whole wide world. They go get breakfast with his parents the next day, and of course, 
Sheldon or Theo's parents are like, oh my God, I love your nails. And Sheldon feels mm-hmm. so accepted. And then and he's like, Theo did them. Theo's dad makes a comment that like makes it like it like he says something, something, something son to Sheldon. Yeah. And Sheldon like gets like he doesn't have that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It is <sighs> it is so sweet the way that these parents just like put their arms around him in in every way possible mm-hmm. and how natural it feels to Sheldon and you know he's he's known that he's missed his parents he he he's known that he's missed that you know sort of extra support in his life but this is really making it sink in for him mm-hmm. and Theo loves watching Sheldon like gain parents mm-hmm. and gain parents that will love him unconditionally yeah, it's just really precious. Yeah. So they have to spend one measly night apart, okay? Because Theo has to do laundry. They have to spend one night apart, and both of them go just stir crazy. So Sheldon shows up way, way early the next morning at school, and this, I have <gasps> to talk you through the logistics on this, because I didn't, okay, I didn't I couldn't get, get it. I was trying to imagine it in my head. and Couldn't like, was get this it. Ma- okay, so... For context, before we even jump into it, what happens is Sheldon shows up at 6.30 to work because he knows that that's when Theo gets there. And he walks into... By the way, I love that Theo gets there so early. He's literally just sitting, chilling in his closet. But Theo walks in and shuts the door. And Theo immediately is like, don't shut that door. You can't... like I never shut that door if somebody needs me. And Sheldon's like, well, I need you. And I need this door shut. I need you right now. And he's like, I couldn't stop thinking about you last night in my bed. And so now I'm going to give you the blowy of all blowies. So he oh, wow. is. Okay. So okay. Sheldon, no, Theo is sitting in a chair, like a like an old chair with his, on with a his milk legs crate. on a milk crate. And then what's his name? Sheldon comes over and straddles his legs facing him at first to be mm-hmm. like, this is what's happening. And I'm about to blow you real good. And then my understanding is that he turned around, I still straddling him. Does this man so have that, ribs? Right? So that his so that he could bend over and put his ass right in Sheldon's face. And I'm sort of wondering, like, was he doing a magic mic? You know? Like I, was he but I had a lot of questions. But how did but he it, get his and then well, and then Theo starts like grabbing onto his, on his ass dick. and then pulls down Theo's pants or Sheldon's pants. I and we know name straight. We know how tight those, those pants are. Those are tight are. pants. And so like, tight pants. he gets Sheldon's pants off. Down to his thighs. Now, no, down to his thighs, I think. Yeah. But if it's down to his thighs, how does he get to how? Sheldon's asshole? Because Theo does rim Sheldon. How why wouldn't he get to his asshole? Okay. The thighs are below the asshole. I understand, but right now <laughs> the thighs are closer to Dude Bro's face than asshole is. Yeah, well, I think because of the size difference. I think we're underestimating the size difference now that I think about it. But even but that also, makes it worse. Are the thighs around head? Is are they like chest to chest? Is see, Theo crouched is, on him, or is Sheldon know, crouched is, on top of his is, chest like it, a little? Or does Sheldon have his feet on the f- ground on either side of 
of Theo's waist, you know, like torso. It's, well, is so Theo, he's just like standing Theo's on the ground, down. Now? No, because he's he's sort of like reclining in that chair. He's sort of in a chair. Enough? So I imagine I don't listen. I'm trying here. I think I think he like lounged back a bit because he also had his feet up, right? And like I Theo, listen. I'm just at saying, the end of the day, I have no idea how this happened. It was wonderful. It was spectacular. Sheldon blows Theo. Theo rims Sheldon comes for Jesus. Everywhere. Everybody comes everywhere. Thank goodness. What's his name? Theo has another uniform there. It is honestly a miracle that Sheldon did not have to change clothes. Because I'll bet you Sheldon didn't have a change of honestly. clothes. Honestly. No. No. But anyway, and wowza. Then, that scene. And it's so funny because Sheldon's like, do you have something we can use to clean up? And oh Theo's God. like, we're in. Like, he just looks around at the fucking like, closet. Like, we're in my custodial closet. Like, I definitely I'm the custodian here. Yeah, like and so okay. then they they do a little smooch and Sheldon fucks off to class and uh Theo's says Sheldon Solskin has come into my life like a fucking tornado and ripped everything apart. <laughs> but when he's looking at me, I'm both lost and found. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. So then I really like this device because Sheldon's a teacher. There's like an organic way to get the story of Hanukkah into the book because we sort of watch him teach yeah. about Hanukkah to his students. And after work one day, Sheldon's in the bath because it's been a long day and Theo comes in and he's like, I need to talk to you about something. And like he gets out and, you know, Theo's drying him off and he says, my parents and I were talking about you and they asked me what my intentions were. And... He's like, I realized that I don't like you. And Sheldon, goddamn, the Golden Bachelor just did this to the lady he proposed to. And I was big mad about it. But it did work here because I don't think it was a three-year pause like it was on the Golden Bachelor. Anyway, Sheldon's like, oh, my God, he's breaking up with me. Oh, no. And he's like, I don't like you. I'm falling in love with you. And Sheldon's just like, oh, my God. They go to bed. And he's like, I was thinking maybe we could do more. How do you feel about that, Sheldon? And Sheldon's like, fuck, yes. I think he says something like, my butt is he so says, horny for you. My butt is beyond horny for you. Yeah. And earlier he was talking about how hungry his butt was for him. It's so yeah. funny. So they do, they do penetrative sex. Yeah. Wowza. Wowza. So, and it's hilarious, though, because... When Theo is finally all the way in, they're connected, finally. And then Theo is just dead still. And he looks like he's in a trance or asleep. And Sheldon's (gasps) like, I swear if he falls asleep while we're having sex, I will not be amused. And then he calls out to Theo, no response, silence. And he's like, oh, my fucking God, what if I murdered Theo? Oh, my God, I'm going to lose my job. I'll have to sell horrible clothes at the mall. Like, (laughs) oh, my God. He, like, leans forward. He's like, are you okay, Theo? And when he finally gets close to it. Theo says, I'm fan-fucking-tastic mm-hmm. with the biggest smile Sheldon has ever seen. And then they do hot sex. down. Like, hot sex times. Yeah. So, basically, we can wrap up the end of this book, right? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Theo gets called away because his best friend Christian's wife Christian's gets into an wife. accident. Mm-hmm. And so he goes up there to support Christian and he's like, I'm not going to be able like, I don't know that I'm going to make it back to the wedding in time. 
Mm-hmm. So after all this, Sheldon's like, all right, Naomi, like, I guess <laughs> let's go to the wedding together. And as they're up there, Theo is, you know, sort of mucking around. And Christian finally is like, hey, you're making big excuses. I don't need you here. I don't like capital N need you anymore. She's fine. She's going to be coming home. You want to know who does capital N need you right now? Yeah. It's Sheldon. Your guy. Go down there and stop being afraid of your fucking feelings. And so Naomi and Sheldon are at the wedding and they sit through the service or the, yeah, I guess, whatever, wedding stuff. The ceremony. At the reception. And mm-hmm. Naomi and he are dancing. And then Theo shows up and he's O-M-G. like, may I have this dance? And when Sheldon turns around, he's like, oh, my God. And Theo is looking hot. all buttoned up and beautiful and sexy and hot. And Christian helped Theo paint his fucking nails oh my to God. match Sheldon's with blue. it's It's the the cutest thing in the whole world and so then after that they are together they're together forever everyone and like naomi gets married to her boyfriend afterwards and Uh sheldon sheldon says like oh no it's you're not supposed to see the bride before the wedding and theo's like you're Uh not the bride just one more reminder you're not the bride and he's like well i'm bride adjacent And then after the that ceremony on the way to the reception, oh, by the way, we did not say this earlier, but Sheldon really wanted a nickname from Theo. Yeah. And Theo ends up deciding on Booster. And Sheldon's like, Booster? Mm-hmm. And Theo's like, yeah, because you were able to uplift a lug like me. And then yeah. Sheldon's like, oh, Booster! I love it! Mm-hmm. So Theo calls him Booster. And on their way to the I did reception, think that was overused epil- once it was introduced. A lot. But I was I'll, like, like, you, you know don't what? have Theo, to call him. Theo's making up for good, lost time. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and then fucking, I'm just gonna read this quote, okay? Please, because Booster, or not Booster? Well, yeah, Booster. Sheldon says, "Theo Berenson, you, you're a big." bear a teddy bear and you've given me the biggest gift anyone's given me i don't know much but i know i can't imagine my life without you and i'm not saying this because naomi is moving out and i'll be alone which is true by the way and i'm handling it surprisingly well a lot of that has to do with you theo you and i are together all the time already so it's not that i swear and theo knows what's coming at this point and he's like "Uh uh-huh i know and sheldon says i love you theo so much you are you're everything to me and i'd be honored if you would consider marrying me and theo's like consider it i mean will you marry me and then theo's like yes a million Uh times yes and then he curls sheldon up in his lap and they get their smooch on and it's just oh yeah this book was so fun this book was fuzzy and warm and, and fluffy, and there was not like a huge, like third yep. act. Problem. And I didn't need there one to be. I didn't, I didn't either. Need one. This book nope. was wonderful. I loved it. Okay, Sabrina, what's your lady love? My lady love is Tapestry Petites, which are a shorter 
tapestry needle for embroidery. They're super short and they're super small. And it means that you can use up a fuckload of your thread all the way to the very end. And I just love them. Oh, that's... They're like a solid centimeter shorter than... Or not centimeter, but like a probably close to a centimeter depending on the needle that you use. And I just love them. And I got a new order of them in in three different sizes. And I'm just super fucking happy about it. That's my lady love. What's yours? Mine is um, one of the organizations that I've been following and interacting with of late is Jewish Voices for Peace. And I highly, highly recommend you going to, you know, check out their stuff um, because they're, uh, I think, maybe the largest. They're like a really big grassroots progressive Jewish organization that is specifically anti-Zionist. And they've been really, really, really vocal um, during what what do they call it? Um, Right here it says uh, with the Palestinian freedom struggle. Um, you know, the, the genocide that's happening. I just got to their website. It says, if, if you've been looking for a political home for Jews on the left in this perilous moment, if you've been wanting a Jewish community with justice at the center, if you've been looking to turn your rage and grief into meaningful strategic action, join us. You belong here. And I'm not Jewish. So, you know, I, I interact with them, but it's in like a, supportive position mm-hmm. anyway their instagram handle is jewish voice for peace all one word so that's my lady love check them out that's a good lady love yep okay so keeping keep a badass and love yourself as much as you love how horny sheldon's butt is for <laughs> his big stocky bear oh my god yeah just like blasting queen all right bye bye heaving bosoms is produced by us melody carlisle and sabrina bradley editing is done by melody carlisle Our theme music is by the incredible singer-songwriter Brittany Fonts, and our art is by ultra-talented author Kate Pryor. If you like our show, remember to follow us on your favorite podcast app, rate us five stars, leave a nice review, and of course, tell all your friends about us, even if they don't read romance. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com. If you want more of us, visit patreon.com slash heaving bosoms podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at heaving bosoms, on TikTok at heaving underscore bosoms, and in our Facebook group, the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. Head over to our website to sign up for our newsletter, get our reading embrace printable, and check out my audiobooks at heavingbosoms.com. All right, we'll be back next week with more Swoons and Snark. See you then.